now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Boom. It's a new day. I woke up with a breath of life, so I'm going to give you guys another how to get out of bed. And guess what? I'm fully out of bed. Uh, I don't know if I'm coming in with the same energy that I normally come in with, but we are here and we got some other folk joining us today. Let me see if I can show you guys. I'm going to show you guys a little bit of my live environment. I don't want you to jump on. I don't want you to stop what you're doing, but let me see if I can just grab you guys a shot here. Let me see. I've got to toggle a couple things on and off, toggle that off, and we're going to switch over. I'm going to show you what's going on behind you guys there. All right, so we're also live over there on Facebook. I just poured some uh, sweetened some of the lemonade we made yesterday. Put up another couple of flyers for a real life because it was some real estate. You got real estate on your street screen. Let me see. Let's get some light over there. How about that? There we go. Let's get some light. It's morning. And uh, and then, too, I'm going to watch you guys right there for your comments for those of you that are coming in. It is, again, how to get out of bed. Sometimes we wake up and we're just energetic. But do know, these are my first thoughts in the morning. One I open, frog in my throat, grabbing my calendar, grabbing the journal, and looking at this blank page. And I had a couple thoughts, but let's just go back to yesterday. First of all, yesterday is done. Hopefully, you don't have to worry about what you did, said, or accomplished yesterday. Yesterday, our notation was, don't give it your all. Don't give it your all. Save yourself. Okay. And it's so funny because when we started talking about save yourself, people wanted to say save yourself because I'm like, no, there's no because strike through because, and and some people said save yourself first. No, save yourself. Strike through first, strike through all of that stuff that you need those qualifiers that you put on doing something for yourself. I came in, I poured me a glass of lemonade, me, myself, and I. I didn't invite nobody in. Well, I did go live while I was pouring the lemonade because I looked at my camera and my phone and it was just an amazing shot. And I'm like, wait a minute. Let me tell Let me get that. Let me get that shot. Let me share that shot and so forth, right? But I did it for myself because what happens is, and, and, and Texas still a fan. What's going on? I see you over there. What happens is at the end of the day, we look for, and this is human nature, when you do something for somebody, you want it reciprocated, but we get that all mixed up. We get that all confused. Life is a circle. If my grandparents used to say, what goes around comes around. Stop looking for it to come back to you. If you're going to do something, just do it. Just do it. We've been talking about taking the ING off of stuff. Guys, I could turn back to these pages and man, we've been coming up with some really great stuff. A blank page today. Um, we're going to talk through how did, I don't know. I got out of bed this morning. I actually went to bed. I fell asleep watching. Y'all know I'm on that binge of the Game of Thrones. I think I, I went, I, I fell off to sleep at season two episode. Heck, I got to go back because I'm, I'm hoping I didn't fall asleep and sleep through an episode. So I got to go back and figure out where I am. But hey, and my dad just jumped on the Facebook page. I've got, I got three Facebook lives going on right now. That's a shame. Right. So we're trying to find our antidote of the day. And I almost want to write down, start with a blank page because, and y'all know how I am when I start, I'm supposed to do this first, but then I start these other things. 
one thing I did do was I was added to a photography group because I wanted to do some different things with bringing the camera, not the phones, but the camera back into the kitchen. So, you know what? I, I saw an answer. And we always talk about getting your ass. Yesterday we podcast about finding your voice. The one thing that has been proven about our society, our society as a complete whole, is that from 2015 to 2019, not enough of us are seeking an answer. So I'm just going to write down answer. What's the answer? Let's, I'm going to put it in a question. What's the answer? Because I'm like staring at a blank page here. And I'm like, well, what, what am I writing? Now, I know I am the author of 27 Answers. And that's what I do. I write books on answers, right? But there, there's reports that are generating each and every day about how many of us, what we're asking Suri, what we're asking Alexa, what we're asking smart devices, what we are searching on Google, um, and how many of us are really looking for things. In fact, Facebook if you post a question on somebody's post, it doesn't even say such and such commented on your post anymore. It'll send you an alert depending on if it's a, if it's a page or a comment or what your relationship is to that person because Facebook has realized that peer to peer, we're not, you know, I I I having a friendship on Facebook, I relating to each other uh based on the current relationships we have or peer-to-peer, we're not advancing society. We're not doing enough to evolve in human nature. And it's not affecting their bottom line, their business model. So they truly recognize that that ain't the way to go. So if you post a question on somebody's uh, post, it'll send you a a notation now, a notification that says, um, I think I saw it says somebody's requesting more info or requesting something or if you if you say I, I want to know this I want to know that it turns it into a recommendation. It's, it's asking all of your friends to come and recommend something based on how you phrase these things. Now we know that's all part of the AI thing because Mark Zuckerberg went to the jump tech yard to get this AI stuff right. It ain't even a new frontier. They're not exploring anything new. What they are exploring that we are customarily learning about AI is technology that's been around forever. Remember there was a website where all of these people thought they were cheating on their spouses, having these uh, online relationships, and then kind of find out that they were only talking to bots and robots. Hey, Sparkle, they were only talking to bots. So all that they all that was going down in the DM, thanks for inviting followers, wasn't even real relationships. And they were sending money and presents and gifts and and all this kind of stuff, thinking that they had these side chicks, side side dudes, all that kind of stuff. All these people thought they were having these relationships. Well, that particular website got shut down. So that meant all that code technology ended up in the tech junkyard. Mark Zuckerberg rushed right on over there and got it and brought it over here to Facebook and put it in our DMs as, as bots gave it to the technology to those who manage Facebook pages and groups and so forth. And he was like, okay, well, y'all go ahead and use this stuff and figure out. And then lo and behold, businesses having access to it didn't increase their bottom line. Okay. Uh, I Guilty right here. I'm like, I cannot get this bot. To, I don't have time to program this bot. He was like, Facebook is like, you got these bots. 
They can respond to all your DMs and do this and that and the other. And I'm like, but you got to sit on a program. You got to, you got to anticipate what a person might ask. You got to anticipate. Like when I'm doing the podcast, you know, somebody might come on the podcast. Hey, when can I hear the podcast? Well, there's one answer to that. Tell the bot. What is the answer? If somebody says, when can I hear your podcast? All you have to do is tell the bot when they can, and the bot will answer that question. So it's funny because you will get these notifications that you're having this conversation in DM and you go to the DM and you're like, whoa, they don't answer all the questions. I don't need to say anything. All I need to do is transfer the money from one account to the next, right? My, my good friends that are on here that got products and they know technology, they've set up, I'm like, well, I'm looking for this flavor. I'm looking for that fragrance. I'm looking for, and that bot takes you through their entire sales process, right? Or even if you just click on their page, Hey, I saw you came over and checked out the page. Did you see this deal? Do you need a promo code? Have you been to the website? Go watch this video. They give you all these call to action just because you clicked on the page, right? So all of that is available, not to some y'all. It's available not to a select few. It's available not to the elite, right? It's available not to the bottom, not to the top, not to the middle. It's available to everybody. And as my stomach growls through this, let me grab something. It's available to everybody, but we have been so conditioned and so programmed to exist where we think society has slotted us that we don't realize when you hear the playing field is level, there are no barriers to entry. We don't know how to process that. In 2008, from 2008 to 2010, maybe 2012, everybody went and rushed in and upgraded their phones. Everybody. Okay. Even, uh, the Obama phones went from flip phones to smartphones. So if you had an Obama phone, you were on a flip phone, free, the free Obama phone that everybody complained about. They even upgraded to smartphones because outside of America, entire countries, entire third world countries are lifting their entire poor out of poverty. The poverty level changed and we're experiencing it here in America. But see, we have we have these things called, you know, advocates and politicians that feel like we got to keep maintaining this level of hierarchy. We always the poor always must be among us. You know, um, affordable housing conversation means just keep a slither of of poverty in the midst of progress, you know. Uh, um, f- make everybody afraid of gentrification. And it's like, no, um, that for that new $400,000 house that's coming, where were they educated? <laughs> okay. Not even where do they work? Because many of them don't work for what you, we, what we know as work in America. They don't, they're not getting up going nowhere. They barely have to get out of bed because this is, they know how to program um, automate the technology, you know, and here we are still driving 50 miles in Atlanta to go use web applications instead of working from home. Cause somebody wants to be stand over your shoulder. It's like, come on America. Okay. So from 2008 to 2019, eight whole freaking years. No, that's more than that. 2009, nine years. God dang it. I'm telling y'all we are behind. We're absolutely behind almost 10 years, 10, 11, I'm counting. Okay. 11, 
we are so freaking behind Johnny Jonathan Jackson on this thing. We're still we're still sitting here like should I should I like her post? Should I share her post? You don't even have to. I already got the algorithms when you scroll by it. Okay? You scroll by it. That was enough. You scroll by, you lifted your thumb, you roll your eyes, you shake hey, as long as you lifted your thumb. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that matters. Okay, I don't care. It they they have learned how to count because they they have figured out where society society especially American society is. You don't even have to share it. You don't even have to like it as long as it was enough to make you lift your thumb for three seconds. And and they changing that to even two and one second. So now y'all like oh oh let me not lift my thumb let me now you scroll it with two thumbs right because that's what we do that's why we're here in America that's why society is where it is that's why we have not evolved society to the point because we are not out here trying to find an answer now I know people are spending billions of dollars they're signing up for this conference and this that and the other but let me tell you I've been I've been researching these conferences and the one thing I know you're gonna go to the conference and you ain't gonna do a doggone thing with the information some of y'all been going to the same conference convention uh joint been a member of the same association and have yet to move the needle that's what I do I study all day long who moved the needle who moved the needle you worry about who moved your cheese uh bump the cheese who moved your needle your needle is going, and you never heard, you heard a rap, I don't know, some of y'all ain't never seen a, a phone, what is a photographic, what is a phonograph? Some of y'all don't know what a needle looks like, you know, how you used to run through the house and make that needle bump, and then your parents is cursing you out, scratching their records and all that kind of stuff. My dad was a DJ, still is a DJ, so I know, the, I know how to respect the needle, and I know the way that needle moves across that 45, that LP, that 33 and a half, and all that kind of stuff, right? You got see that's why you got to know some of this old school stuff so that you can visualize so that you can simply visualize what's going on and what's happening. Go and look at the way that needle. We are not moving the needle since 2008. The digital divide, if you're in, if you've been around long enough, you'll know that that was a buzzword that pretty much went from the 80s until about Y2K, right? Hey Glory. From the 80s till about Y2K, there was this thing called the digital divide. There were communities that weren't embracing technology. And if, if anybody had any technology in those communities, they were persecuted. I know that for a fact. Okay. And then so now those same communities are out here running around talking about, we need some diversity. We need to be at the table. Well, hell, you were at the table and you persecuted those that were at the table. So now they're like, y'all don't want to be at the table. And you don't, you really, you really, really don't. But anyway, so here we are in 2019, heading to 20 years. Y'all, we are about to be 20 years from Y2K. And we're still trying to have a conversation on how important technology is. Think about it. 1999, print song, party like it's 1999. Think about it. It's 2019. 1999, 2019. Have we moved the needle? No. I, I don't know. Where? Where's the change? I'm standing here right now interrupting the broadcast. The major networks is like, why is she live streaming right now when we are in the midst of morning news? Why is she podcast? Why is she podcast? Doesn't she podcast? I woke up early. I'm podcasting early. Okay. I opened my journal to a blank page. I opened a calendar and didn't care what, didn't even need to care. I don't even know what day it is. I don't need to know what day it is. I woke up with the breath of life. 
pod, go podcast. That's what I do, right? Go, go share some friends. Go support some friends. Go talk about this. Go talk about that. Go move the needle. At the end of the day, I have moved the needle. I'm here to help you move the needle. Yesterday, we moved the needle. You know what we moved the needle on? Our exercise yesterday was don't give it your all. Save yourself. Save yourself. And I talked about there was a person asking for advice on taking care of a parent. And I was like, I'm not going to give them this advice yet because the first thing, the thing I can tell them at this point is save yourself. Don't give, don't give it your all. Go and seek help. Go get you some answers. People were given the answers. I said, well, let me just back up. Right. What's the answer? What's the answers? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scratch through. I'm going to strike through what's the answers and just put seek. There's a reason there is a font called strike through. So that you again can visualize, you said it wrong the first time, strike through. I was watching, let me give y'all something in Game of Thrones, okay? Because that's the only reason I'm watching Game of Thrones. So I can use some of the analogy. Yesterday, way back in, okay, y'all up at season eight, I'm on season two. Well, yesterday in season two, at the end of season one, going into season two, there were a lot of, uh, a lot of the kings and, and they were getting killed and they were leaving these dick these declarations, you know, um, that upon my death, I declare this, that, and the other to be set forth here, ye, all that kind of stuff. Right. And the person had to, somebody had to transcribe, somebody had to dictate it. Somebody had to write it down. And as the person was writing what the King said, you know, they strike through this and strike through that and add this and change that all that editing was giving me life. I know I was supposed to be looking at something. I was supposed to be getting something that y'all don't understand the lens of which I look through life. So I'm watching. I'm like, okay, He's writing down what the king said, and it's going into the big book, and they mean big book. They had big books, y'all. And he was striking through this, and then I was like, see, we've been talking about strike through. First, I wrote down on my blank page, what's the answer? And now I have I've striking through, struck through, what's the, and I just put seek the answer. Since Y2K, since Y2K, enough. Okay, that's the word. I'm going to put that down. Enough, because we don't think about that enough. Enough of us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put down us. Okay. And this, for those of you that are having a chance to listen in, that's not normally on how to get out of bed. This is how we work through how to get out of bed. Okay. Some of you have already started your day. You get a chance to stop and go back and fix it. Okay. All right. So we wrote down and um, some of you are looking at the how to get out of bed, but others over here looking at a glass of lemonade. Right. Okay, because how to get out of bed. I can't get out of bed and get dressed and do and be this brilliant all at the same time. It doesn't happen like that. I have to give you my first thoughts of the morning. This is how I woke up. I wake up like this. Okay, so anyway, I struck through what's the, and I put seek answers, right? Because every time I go to the table, every time I go pull the reports, every time I look at the data, every time I start transcribing or researching and I go to the big books and all this kind of stuff, or, or, or go sit down with some of the developers, the brilliant minds, and they want to know, well, you know, what's going on in the African-American community? I'm like, huh? I don't know. I can't explain it. I just can't explain it, y'all, to, to say it's, it's just it's in the DNA. It's in the DNA. I don't know, honey. I don't know. But anyway, because I have to keep trying to explain why the needle is not moving and, and where this stuff comes from. And I have, to, I have to cite the sources of which information is given. And y'all already know hashtag media apartheid. So anyway, 
All right, so some there, uh, there's enough of us interrupting those broadcasters to come in here and help you think and to look at this thing a different way. Okay, so I'm going to write down uh, 1999 so that we can understand we're at 2019. Okay, and I want y'all to look at the variance between that, and I'm going to write down needle. How much do we move the needle? Well, we still, we can look at, one way to understand how we move the needle is to look at the Forbes list. Another way to look at that is to see, we talk, we talk about incomes, we talk about the changes in our communities. Um, this morning I shared a, and I'm, I'm going to go hyper-local here on this one. I shared, uh, or was tagged in or shared, I don't know if I was the algorithms put it on my page that Keisha Lance Bottoms, and I think the algorithms put it on my page because I was like, wait, y'all, isn't it time for some announcements to see who's going to be the commencement speakers at the graduations? And so, based on me having said that, I woke up this morning and I saw one of the first announcements, and that is that Atlanta's Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms is doing the commencement speech at Spelman, where the news narrative the news went over to the campus because on that announcement that the college made, the college had to apparently turn off their comments because the students were not happy. Now, for the most part, throughout the entire country or continent, <laughs> continents, at graduation, a lot of times the majority of the students are not satisfied. They're not. It ain't, it ain't nothing just to do with her. A lot of students are, 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 aren't really satisfied, depending on what the... Just depends on the students in the graduating class and the students and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, and we know the louder voice of those who expect the errors, those who are highly attracted to the error, and that would be the hate, right? And you're going to, people love to say the haters going to hate. Well, haters only hate errors. So I love the fact that haters are, haters are one thing. They are consistent. You make an error, they are on their way. Is the, but is this an error for Spelman? Well, uh, they quickly noted that the mayor is running around here all hella excited and what mayor wouldn't be excited about the gentrification going on in the city. What mayor wouldn't be excited about any certain level of incomes coming into their jurisdiction, uh, the areas in which they serve and so forth, especially if they're at that income level. Um, but the mayor, you know, her talking points on how to, how to, how to even this stuff out have just not been that great. And so now she knows that the students have a whole lot to say. So the school apparently had to turn off the comments and they took to they took on the social media and quote unquote I don't want to say black Twitter, HBCU Twitter, okay? Um and and expressing their displeasure with having this particular mayor. Now I I saw it, I thought about some of the comments that we had to make when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Um, because I went over to the AU center to see if what was happening at the end of their land, uh, if it was encroaching over or not even encroaching, but if they were enjoying the Super Bowl from that perspective as the other two thirds of the city was, you know, cause two thirds of Atlanta is just good. Right. So I get over to the dark, what I call the dark one third, which is the eight, eight, AU Center, it's just like dark over there, right? Go up, go up to the Sundial Restaurant and and take that 360 of Atlanta. And you get to that dark corridor, which goes from the south side of Hartsfield over to Georgia Tech, right? It's like 
what is that wasteland, right? It's called the ruins of black excellence is what we're calling it. That's what I'm calling it, the ruins of black excellence, right? And uh, unfortunately, even though Atlanta has been under black, black rule uh, forever, since 50 years, um, for some reason, the parts that they represent don't do very well. Okay, anyway, so that's just, that's just that. So, but, but when we come to, we start talking about moving the needle, we cannot overlook that regardless of what you think one person's bias, political, um, agendas and all that, whatever you think it is, whatever you think the sources and narratives, all of that, it still comes down to how do we move the needle? Okay. First and foremost, the graduation is not going to take place at the H in the AU center. It's not their graduation. Spelman graduations takes place in still in a dark corridor. Cause the South of it, it is uh South Southwest of the airport. So it's still in the dark corridor, but it's going to normally takes place at the Georgia international convention center. Um, yeah, so I think, I think that's where they are over there. Morehouse graduations takes place on Morehouse campus still, even though they have, they have, a, they have a, a football place over there, but I think they still do it on the lawn. Um, who else is over there? Clark Atlanta. I think their graduation, I don't know. They, a number of graduations will take place in the arenas downtown. Like the, I don't know if graduations have moved to the Mercedes Benz stadium, but I know they a lot of schools graduate from the, what's now the State Farm Arena. Hyperlocal here we're talking about, y'all. But let me get off of the hyperlocal because I can go on that forever. And I don't know where, where let me check my time here. We're right at 25 minutes. So we got about, going to go about another five minutes. Seek answers. That's what, that's what we resolve to. There is enough of us to provide those answers. Not enough of us are seeking the answers. And we are now looking at 1999 to 2009. 1999 uh, was the onset of Y2K. And you see me use the hashtag, we live in public. It's not my hashtag. I didn't start it. It was a full-on experiment that went on in the United States of America um, that basically made a number of predictions if you had everything that you need. If the playing field was absolutely level, how would society advance? Would society advance or would society regress? If you had access to technology, if you could put a lens on yourself or everything that needed to be seen and heard, if everything that needed to be seen and heard was given the opportunity to be seen and heard, would society advance or would society regress? Um, we can all answer that question right now. We can all answer that question right now. But it, it, regardless of what's going on with society, what's going on with you? So our list today, our physical exercise today is going to be your own, your own personal needle. I want you to go back and look at you. Okay, and, and, and the makings of you to borrow from Curtis Mayfield and Google him or ask, look, if you don't know who that is, go get the answer. Go stop, stop listening to me right now and go get the answer because he has already written the soundtrack uh, of the makings of you. I want you to go back and look at where you were in 1999. 
Um, has your income changed? Has your lifestyle changed? Has your family changed? Have you moved? How have you moved the needle? Did you go forward and have to take a couple steps back? Did you continue to progress forward? Did you progress back? And based based on what? And based on but mainly, I want you to do it not based on what quote unquote norms are, based on your own desires. What was what? Did, what did you desire? In, in 1999, you know, what did you de- desire in Y2K? I was frantic because I, I'm, and in fact, I wasn't frantic because I was like, well, you know, a lot of my life at that time was caught up in technology. So, yeah, I was concerned that, oh, these people ain't figured out how to, this time, they can't specifically talk about the time clock, but here we are, all of those things that have been, because I was a Trekkie. I was like, I can't wait for us to get to that Star Trek life, that Jetson life, all of that futurism. Let me tell you, Afrofuturism is everything because black people live for the day. If you, I, I can't, this whole conversation about like Afrofuturism, having to segment futurism, ain't nobody look to the future more than black people. Ain't nobody living for the day more than black people than we can what? Enjoy true freedoms, okay? Really achieve our worth, right? Be respected. That's futurism. We are futurism. Everybody is design, trying to design the future that we've been trying to get to. Even before we knew what we were, it's like the design. Even Watching this Game of Thrones, I'm like, I wonder what... Every time, every episode, I'm like, I wonder what was going on with the others. What, what, what were the others, you know? Finally, I got to the episode where I saw the brother. He was a pirate. <laughs> and, gave, and gave me life. Like, they, oh, oh, wait. Y'all ain't got no ships? Y'all got to go get the brother to get the ships? <laughs> And then when the brother said how many ships he had, I was like, damn. <laughs> all I kept hearing, I'm like, they keep talking about this war and this winter and all this kind of stuff. And all these kings talking about they ain't got no ships. And everybody's like, how you going to fight? How you going to fight a war without ships? You know, and they kept talking about this other. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only two. I'm only a season and a third in. So I don't know. Don't tell me. I don't know. But they kept talking about they got to win this and win that. And I'm like, okay, but we on a planet that's mostly water. How are they doing? Where are they doing all of this stuff and all that kind of stuff? Then lo and behold, I finally get to the episode where they got to go meet with the brother that's got all the ships. I'm like, and y'all running around here acting like y'all just so disadvantaged. I'm like, come on. And I know that's, you know, fictitious, but it's, it's fictitious because you don't know. That's the only thing that makes it fictitious is because you don't, you don't know. And he, and he, and he said, he said, um, they was promising him, they was promising him all this stuff. And he was like, deliver me the queen. I'm like, come on, boy. He was like, I got all the riches. I got all the gold. He was like, they was like, we, we can promise you gold. We can promise you this and that. He was like, no, promise me the queen. Bring her. I don't mean to laugh because you don't want to know. You don't want to know the whole connotation of that of that conversation. But I was like, they needed ships, and here we are. 
we have a hidden figure. We, we, we talk about hidden figure. There's a reason why the word hidden figure is out there because the sister that designed the, the, the modern day ship, uh, that was in her for a reason. That DNA was in her for a reason because this DNA stuff don't leave us, y'all. It don't leave us. So I'm not asking you to go back that far. I'm not asking you to go back to the 1100s, the 900, whatever. I don't know what. I'm, I'm got to finish this Game of Thrones. I'm just asking you in this podcast as we get ready to end here at 31. Uh, we usually go about 45, but I want to. I told y'all what did we say yesterday. Don't give it your all. I'm not giving y'all my all. I'm going to save myself. I'm going to save something for myself. And just let you know, our exercise today on your blank page or on your calendar, whatever you subscribe to, I subscribe to having a blank page each and every day. Go back. I wrote down seek answers because from 2015, just the last four years, in the last four years of everybody having access to technology, in the last four years of everybody having access to all the answers, in the last four years, we have not moved the needle that, the data is showing that people are not asking for things or seeking information to improve the quality of their life, to improve themselves in the workplace, to improve themselves health-wise. Uh, we're still dealing with, we should be a smart society. We got all these, we got smart cars, smart TVs, smart homes, smart hospitals, smart this, that, and the other. And mind you, with all this smart stuff, we're dying more, dying younger, dying in situations. I mean, you, you should be able to have a baby right there on your kitchen floor and you can't even do that. You dying in a hospital. The hospital, walk up to the hospital today in labor and they have very few clues on what to do. If you don't have an appointment, if you haven't scheduled your birth, you know, and I'm like, well, I, I literally had to go through that with a friend. I'm like, Okay, she just went into labor. Do y'all y'all know what to do when a woman go? Does she have an appoint appoint? What you mean appointment? She is in. La- <laughs> a friend of mine said, next thing you know, I was reaching across the counter to grab the lady, and they had to pull me back. I mean, this is what's going on in our healthcare system because from 1999 to 2019, we have not moved the needle. It has gone back. The record is scratch. It's scratch, y'all. And the reason it's scratch is because one, we don't know what that sounds like other than when the DJ does it intentionally. Some of this stuff, first of all, we can't even deal with the intentional stuff. Hey, Dion, we can't even deal with the intentional stuff because we have not sought the answers enough to recognize the, what's going on on the intentional side because the unintentional stuff, the unknowing is doing more damage to us than anybody could have ever plotted to do simply because we are turning away from the answers. We're turning away from the answers, y'all. There, there's enough of us. There is enough of us. You don't need nobody else. I get all this stuff done and it's just me. I've tried to bring in people. I've tried collaboration. I'm sitting, I'm here right now. I am broadcasting on five. I'm bra- I'm live right now in five places. Five. One of y'all sit one one broadcast is sitting there looking at homemade lemonade, right? And still can't wrap their mind around well, why is her lemonade that color? What cause I went back and I did it I did it the way they used to do it back in the day with real organic lemons. <laughs> I zested those lemons. You can't get that color, that flavor, unless you spend time. They're like, wait, you zest? Yeah, I sat here right here on the live stream last night and zested 
three lemons while we had a conversation. Then I cut the core of those lemons and I put that on the stove and I let that steep. And now I'm drinking the best lemonade. And, and if I ain't got nothing else to do today, I might go on and make it the best cocktail ever. But I'm just saying, I wanted some answers. I'm like, wait a minute, I need a better lemonade. I went out there and I got an answer. It ain't my recipe. It's a recipe that's been around forever. I ain't the first, okay? I'm just saying. Who is the first in this day and age? So exercise, physical exercise. Um, if you are catching this podcast anywhere, there are others. If today is not your antidote, there are others. Just scroll back to the screen. Uh, immediately after this live stream podcast, the audio is going to then be available on, on your favorite podcast platform. So check that out as well. Um, there's enough of us and have you, how have you moved your needle? 1999 to 2019, 20 years, 20 years. Don't worry about 2020, right? From 1999 to 2019, I can, I, I, I can tell you based on the facts that in 2008, you probably upgraded your phone from analog to digital. And from 2008 to 2015, you probably upgraded several times uh, to various smartphones. And see, when you get a chance to revisit the movie Animal Farm, Food for Thought, I'm so scared of watching those documentaries. I'm, I'm just going to go back to a little bit. I ain't trying to go all the way back until we get a farm, right? Until we get a farm. I'm on the organic stuff. Uh, my stomach's over here making all kind of noise yesterday because I ate a salad. So it's doing what it's, it's doing. Uh, but Lord have mercy. I'm telling you until we can, until, until I can watch those documentaries and go across the street to the store and get that equal, equal, equalness, then, uh, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what we're going to do, but I love the fact that you talked about that because if we look at 1999, we weren't even having all these conversations, but if you look at those documentaries, not when they were released, Look at when they were filmed. Go, go. Let me tell you, you telling me to go watch that documentary. Go and look how long they've been trying to have that conversation. And they had to wait until we got to these platforms. They had to wait for Netflix because no other network would air them. Right. So they had to wait till we got to certain distribution platforms in order to have that conversation. Go look at when that footage was really made and when those studies were really out there. We're just not to the point where we are able to grasp that information as well as, as move the needle. Okay. All right. And then, um, look back at yesterday. Don't give it your all save yourself. I like to go back and kind of behavior modifications. Is this always, we asked ourselves the question the other day, is this always before that we looked at our thermostat, we did time-wise. And then we looked at our thermostat for integrity and dignity that was a podcast that's out there. We talked about agreements. What kind of agreements do you have with yourself and others? Um, that's why some people can't get out of bed. We talked about decorations. We did a um, deep dive on the Beyonce homecoming. It's not about food. Is it about farming? What is it about? Let's talk after. Go tweet, tweet me and tweet, tweet it to me so I can go and look at it. Uh, what's something foresight ending futurism? Futurism is something I want to definitely carry forward, uh, especially as this com- as it relates to this conversation. So I'm going to start writing, writing futurism on all of this stuff. I'm going to jot that down in my notes, too, because we, when I talk about let's look at 1919 to 2019, um, let's see. Let's learn something about what we want in the future and stop putting everything for later. You know, 
have it now. Why not now? Oh, let's write down now. Futurism. And not versus now. And now. Now and future. Now and future. I, um, one of the first. Oh, I was, I was on a friend's broadcast this morning since I woke up early. It was too early to come to you guys. Uh, I noticed he had made a post. He was upset about some things that people are narrative that people have put out about Nipsey Hussle. And the fact that he used to hustle and people want to, he was mad because people want to stay right there. And, um, he was talking about, he mentioned, he kept talking about what black men have to go through, black men, this black men, that. And I said, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, we, in the future, we have got to be able to get everybody to say us, we got to say us y'all. You know, and I think once we start realizing that one thing that's going to do is empower you to understand that people know we all know we all going through. Um, But when we can get back to us. You know, it's not just what you're going through or that one. And it's 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 not even that it's happening to one group because it's not. But if we can't see that we're all dealing with some of these things then we'll never, never, ever, 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 ever get past. I'm trying to hang out for five more minutes, but I think we're going to go ahead and end here. And then uh, I'll spend that because I let Facebook hang out with us, my personal page. I let them hang out with us today. Uh, Again, it's called How to Get Out of Bed, First Thoughts of the Morning, One I Open, Frog in My Throat. And we just come in and just kind of talk. And luckily, happily, I was up out of bed already and in the kitchen. I'm literally up and already in the kitchen because I came in and fixed some lemonade. And I worked on the kitchen yesterday trying to declutter and set up some different scenes. And I love that scene. And I decided to go live and I didn't turn it off. I let them hang out. Um, And I'll show you guys on the stream what I'm talking about. Let me see if I can take some of this off the screen here for you guys. So that's the scene that Facebook is looking at as you guys are watching over here. Uh, and then here's a new picture of real. No, that's the old picture. No, that's a new picture of some reorganization that went on in the, in the kitchen. So real excited about, um, what's going on in the kitchen with dryer buzz today. I will be back live later on today. Uh, I think we are either, they want taco. They want, uh, I bought some Turkey ground Turkey. So they really want Turkey nachos, but I was thinking about doing some more with the pasta and maybe making a Turkey lasagna. Everybody's been asking me how would the pasta, um, turn out as a lasagna and I, I gotta, I gotta check because it seems like everybody's going to be around for dinner. And when everybody's around for dinner and I'm and it falls on my Wednesday, I have to, I have to consider other people in my recipe. So, <laughs> and apparently, and so I ordered the stuff yesterday, but I think I'm thinking about a different kind of tomato. I have some great tomatoes, but I think I may get some, I have to see if I have to run out and run an errand. I think I'm going to get some different tomatoes because I got a tomato. I got a tomato sauce recipe. Hey, picked up a great watermelon yesterday from Simply Produce. Gloria, I forget you are in uh, in the area with seeds. Yes, she is always talking about her seeded watermelon. She's always talking about. It. She is so proud of her watermelon and her 
her connection for the watermelon. I'm telling y'all, y'all, but let me tell y'all, honey, black folk who ate watermelon live to be a century plus. Okay. So you better stop, stop being tame. In fact, there's a documentary out there called how to eat your water, watermelon. I can't even say it. How to eat your watermelon in white company and enjoy it. Question of the day, who made that documentary? Who made that documentary? And you'd be surprised when you figure out who made it. And let me tell you, it is the best. If you have a young person, I was going to say a young man in your household who feels like black men have limits, go and find him that documentary. And you are going to be, if you don't know about this documentary, you're going to be ultimately shocked when you see who did the documentary. And when you watch the documentary, you're going to wonder how society turned the clock back on black men, black men in this country. Okay. I'm not even going to tell y'all who did that documentary. And on the same note, his own son did a documentary that talks about, cause I, I had a chance to talk to both of them. And I'm like, why is it that you were able to do a documentary showing that there were no limits and that the all barriers have been broken and ceilings broken for black men. But then your son, just one generation later says that they can't, they can't do this and can't do that and can't do this. What happened in that, in that time span? And the only thing that happened in that time span really was the growth of media. The only thing that happened because prior to him, his generation, he was from the generation prior to him or the, or the young men whose parents were escaped slaves, right? Escaped slaves. And they, in one generation, he was, he was, he was one of the first, and if, if not the first black on the stock exchange on the working the stock exchange. And nobody even knew that because they, they think of him as just a movie director, but he became a movie director to tell the story of being there because then nobody want to tell that story. I'm just, I'm giving y'all a hint there. So it's two of them, a uh, very, very popular last name, very intriguing last name. Um, but there's two documentaries, the father's documentary and the son's documentary. And, and that's, if you go back, like I said, in 1999 to 2019, those two, that documentary right there will, will answer, will show you how we took the needle and scratch, break, scratch the whole album, bringing it right back to the beginning. That's what we did. We moved the needle. It just went backwards. All that scratching. Think about that. We moved the needle. We just moved it in the wrong direction. And therefore, and we scratched the record so that it can't be played anymore, that we, we can't even, we can't even understand what happened. Right. Think about that. If you, the needle, if anybody can visualize an LP, okay. Wax, a wax album. The needle starts on the outer exterior of the album and, and playing the songs works it way, works its way to the inner part of the album. Right. Now imagine if you take that needle, y'all, y'all can't imagine, but if you take that needle and you slide it back, you get that scratching sound that the DJ makes, right? That scratching sound that they now make electronically by pushing a button or swiping. Uh, they used to have to do this in, a phys- in the physical realm, okay? And so now the record is scratched till we don't, we don't get to find out. But go in, it's a documentary called How to Eat Your Watermelon. 
in white company and enjoy it. And please, somebody tweet me when you find out who made that documentary and then tell me why there is a contrast between the father's documentary and the son's documentary. The father says you have no limits, but the son says that they are lim- they are limited in every aspect. And and that's the thing we don't understand. Now I want the father's son, the 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 son's son to come and and, and as a matter of fact, the son's son didn't do a documentary but did a movie. He did a full-on movie. Uh, his, his kids did a movie. So three generations of media by this one family is out there. Remember I said, seek answers. There's enough of us. You always on social media, nobody's talking about this and nobody's doing it. There's enough of us doing it. All right. All right. Y'all on that note, uh, three minutes actually over our 45 minutes. And this has been how to, how to, where's my, uh, go now. I know I put it on here. Let me see if I got it on here. Oh, there it is right there. All right, y'all have a great day. Bye. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.